0: (laughs) You're about to witness a music podcast most foul. What you're about to hear is likely not safe for work. But if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content, you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery, the likes of which you've never heard before. Why don't you walk through the door and play our devious little game?
1: Welcome one and all to Artificial Ghost Radio, a musical tour through the minds of our contestants. I'm your hungover teacher that's wheeling in the TV so we can watch like easy A or whatever, Miles Lazarus.
2: And I'm the hungover student who is in the back and trying to hide desperately the fact that they were at Derek's party last night.
1: Oh shit. Mars
2: Garbio.
1: Oh shit.
2: Um fuck, I don't have my intro open. <laughs> If you would indulge us, we would like to play a game. This is a podcast where every week we challenge each other to rediscover why music is so special. And Miles... Hi. Last week, I challenged you... You sure did. ...to find me a collaborative song, a team-up song, a crossover event song. indeed. And... And I'm trying to figure out how to bridge, cause I realized that the way I started that sentence was like, was the like conclusion would go. have been, yeah, the conclusion would have been, so what did you, but I go first.
1: <laughs> so fuck you, Miles. <laughs> I go first. Uh, the song that,
2: uh, that inspired this theme, mm-hmm. for me, it is probably the, the biggest crossover song in my head. And, you know, rap music has a lot of crossover songs. Sure does. Um, a lot of crossover albums. Mm-hmm. I recently started listening to a um, a crossover album between uh, Zarface and MF Doom.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Per, like, those two artists have personas where Zarface is a superhero and MF Doom is a supervillain.
0: Oh, fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so good that's
1: it's, it's pretty exceptional yeah oh, i love that
2: um so the song that i am bringing to you mm-hmm. on this one is i i have
1: to look up the name <laughs> oh my you, 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 what do you mean it's, you have to look up the name <laughs> i <laughs> listen is this is unprecedented <laughs> i forgot
2: the name of it <laughs> Okay, so I forgot the name. The name is not important. What's important is the event. Yeah. Uh, the the song is "Get It Together" by the Beastie Boys
1: okay. and mm-hmm. Q
2: Tip from. A Tribe Called Quest.
1: Hell yeah. Okay, so these are two bands that you quite enjoy.
2: Yes, these are two bands that I really, really enjoy. It is unfortunately not a full collaboration between the Beastie Boys and A Tribe Called Quest. It is just (laughs) Q-tip. Yeah. Um, But even so, this song is a masterwork. It is... Fantastic, it is incredible, it is one of my favorite Beastie Boy songs, which is a hard list for me to make. Yeah. So, okay. There I I don't know the story behind this song. hmm Uh because I, I'm sure that the so- that the story, um, uh, like, because there is this book. It's just called the Beastie Boys book. It was written by Ad Rock and Mike D mm-hmm. uh, after MCA's passing, uh, detailing their whole fucking story. Mm-hmm. Uh, from like back in the day when the beastie boys were this garage punk band mm. uh to when they uh sort of appropriated hip-hop a little bit <laughs>
1: listen we can't ignore that they gentrified hip-hop
2: with with i'll i will say mostly under the influence of um of rick rubin mm-hmm. who isn't who is a a known bastard. Fair enough. Um, okay. Rick Rubin, I don't know if he's had a whole lot of personal scandal, but he is a money grubber for sure.
1: Mm, he's just a bitch and a coward. Yeah.
2: Anyway. Anyway. So, um, yeah, I'm sure that the story on uh, About Get It Together exists in that Beastie Boys book, uh, but I haven't read it yet. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's also a very big book. So, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, Birthday present for Mars. <laughs> that would be dope. Mm-hmm. So, for those that are aware, Beastie Boys, Tribe Called Quest, both bands that were really active in the 80s and 90s, um, uh, they uh, are are both these sort of uh, very large and influential um, uh, hip-hop uh, groups from New York. Yeah. Uh, they, they had this sort of... They were in the same cross-section. Hmm. And, in fact... On, um, on Midnight Marauders, I believe it is, which is Tribe Called Quest's, uh, is- is one of Tribe Called Quest's albums. Yeah, on the artwork for Midnight Marauders, um, uh, on the- on the cover, uh, it has a bunch of rappers' faces, uh, rappers of the times- Uh, faces and um they're all got headphones on and i think the presumption is that they're all listening to midnight marauders and going like whoa good album love that um you can see i see ice T is on here Mm -hmm. on this uh on this album cover are are also the the beastie boys heads um yeah so, uh, this was definitely a, uh, and this was also definitely in the era of rap where collaboration was not necessarily big. Mm. Like, like having artists feature on your songs mm. was pretty uncommon at this time, uh, mm. from what I understand and certainly in this circle.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but so this song, Get It Together, is kind of an unprecedented event. Mm. It was released on ill communication which i believe is their third album sure uh i don't know if that's true it's their fourth album okay uh and uh it doesn't even credit q-tip in the title because again at that time like you know it wasn't as suspected plus people were having these physical cds in the cd i'm sure it said on the sleeve oh for sure um so yeah let's with the, all of that ramble all of that history out of the way let's give the song a listen shall we sure it was released it was recorded in uh 1993 released in 1994 all right all right let's give the song a little listen shall we it
0: was remastered 2009
2: it was remastered in 2009 all right this is i am the remaster's which
0: <laughs> I'm the witch that
1: remakes all music.
2: So old songs come into my cauldron. I stir them up real nice, real For good. For a
0: price.
2: And then they come out, remastered. Lumber, funky
0: Scorpio, and when I got the flow, I'm Dr. On the Go, so q tip but you want the mic, oh.
2: Because I had to talk about the times when I rhyme and when the MCs come in my face, I'm like Mace. Because I back them off with the quills. Because I had to tell you, nigga, because I keep it under the frills. Rest of 1911 16th, Abba, perform on Boulevard. Yeah. Boulevard.
1: So, so, what did you think? I was in a word. I can definitely see why you enjoy it. And I also really like how, uh, because I've only listened to a bit of both of these bands because, mm-hmm. hi, I'm Miles, I don't listen to music, um... Okay. Uh, but yeah, it is this like really great mixture of both of their styles and, and it fits yeah. really seamlessly within each other. And I think that's really great.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I- I'm going to be real with you. I mean, like, honestly, if you're interested in, you know, if you are, let's say around our age and you're into hip hop music, you're probably not going to be going back to a lot of old Beastie Boys. Maybe let's be not. real. Maybe not. It is for angry they white were boys. not really, to be honest. That's that's definitely an unfair assessment. Um, angry white boys. they Maybe okay. I've just met a
1: lot of angry white boys that like the Beastie Boys.
2: Um, well. You see, the tracks that, like, the Angry White Boys love from the Beastie Boys are stuff from, like, their first and second album yeah. before they actually realized what the fuck was going on. For sure. Uh, like, on their first album, the Beastie Boys um, are, like, say, a bunch of cliché... Violent and sexist lyrics. Yeah. Um But like, like third, fourth album, all the way to their, their most recent album, their last album, like they mostly just expounded either fun random bullshit or explicit leftist politics.
0: Yeah.
1: And we have talked about that a little bit like uh, uh, on the podcast previously, which I think is a it's a much better heel turn than a lot of acts make. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Um, Hey, I've got a question for you, Miles. Yeah. What do you think the heel in heel turn stands for? And this isn't a judgment, but I am because it does either definition make sense. The
1: foot one.
2: (laughs) Yeah. The (laughs) Yeah, the foot. That, no, I mean that that does that does make sense, doesn't it? Right? Like, it, like you would expect that a heel turn would mean.
1: I would expect it to mean that, like, you go in one direction and then you spin on your heel and then you turn. Yeah. around and yeah, and, and that that, are, that makes total that sense
2: and and fits in with the lexicon, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know what it what the heel and heel turn is actually referring mm-hmm. to? Uh, the heel archetype in wrestling. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, but you were saying the foot thing.
1: Well, yeah, because it's about the wrestling. Because like a heel turn is when a heel or like when a when a wrestler turns and is a heel now, uh like Incineroar. But I'm saying that like I thought that the originality of being a heel wrestler was turning on your heel. No, because
2: it's it's not being a heel wrestler isn't turning around and having a different personality. Being a heel as a ref wrestler is being the villain. Yeah. So a heel turn is somebody turning into a villain.
1: Well a lot of the time it's a wrestler because they have arcs. A lot of the time Mm -hmm. a wrestler will go through periods of being a good person or being a heel um, right. so I assumed that yeah like what I was saying but is you like don't, you when don't heel they... turn
2: out of being a heel you heel turn into being a
1: heel well, sure. like I used it incorrectly
2: I put you on blast far too much and I did not mean for this to be as long of a thing as it is <laughs> it's fine uh because honestly i'm on your side on this i think it's a dumb dumb phrase yeah no i mean yeah like the the beastie boys and especially once bush got elected like they just did a huge like
1: yeah like
2: every one of their songs was like fuck you bush we hate you so much
1: yeah you can always tell when it's like early 2000s um alternative like any sort of like grunge punk like any of that you can always tell when it's the early 2000s because like there's a moment where everyone's like fuck bush yeah and they're right Um Yep,
2: and we are going through another one of those musical movements now. Yeah,
1: go and look back at this and be like, "Well, I know that I know that this was made in between uh, 20 maybe even 2015 to at least 2020, maybe longer. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. Maybe longer.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I don't think he's going to get elected again, but certainly they'll keep making music about how much he sucks. Oh, for sure. Uh, so there are a couple lines that I really want to point out in this song. Yeah, you go for it. Actually, before the, I do that, so one thing is is super interesting about this song coming from the trap cult quest end mm. uh, is that, as far as I'm aware, Q Tip has never had a solo rap career. Mm, okay, uh, and I'm not even sure how many times. Yeah, I mean he he appears he guests on songs sometimes yeah but like in the same way that andre 3000 uh pretty much i mean he's done some solo work here and there but I, he's never pull, put out a solo album mm. um uh you know and and he will appear on songs all the time that yeah. aren't his own yeah um like yeah, tip is much the same. 3000 he uh he's more of a qtip is more of a record producer Um, So outside of Tribe Cult Quest, which is is now done uh, after Five Dogs passing, it's especially interesting that like, especially at this time when collaboration was between hip hop artists was not common and at a time when q-tip wasn't even doling solo work and he still doesn't he appeared on this song Mm. Uh, and it's not just an appearing on the song he is in there with the bc boys going back and forth and that's what i love about the Beastie Boys and a lot of uh, is like and is something that you don't see in other rap groups uh, pretty much at all uh, especially not anymore is this back and forth like I spit a few lines you spit a few lines you go back to me you call me out I call you out yeah, um, it's a conversation. You know, like conversational rap, where it's like just co- like this constant back and forth. Mm. Um, and I would honestly, I would love to see some of that from like a Brockhampton song. Mm. Um, but uh, but yeah, like that's that's definitely what this song is, and it's like what this song is is the Beastie Boys standing in the back, uh, uh, spitting lines to make Q Tip look good.
1: Yeah, I would agree with
2: and that. And it absolutely absolutely. absolutely works it is absolutely fantastic and uh it is it is a great song there's one line in particular that i want to uh point out Mm -hmm. is Q Tip at some point uh in his second uh little in in a second group of lines. It's it's not just because of the nature of the song. I I mean it's a verse, but it you know, but it's it's you know, it's a short verse just because of the nature of the song. Yeah. Uh, but in his second verse, uh he compares himself to John Holmes, uh, who was a very famous uh, porn actor. Fuck yeah. Who is uh who uh has um Let's, like, over 300 credits and uh, oh sorry shit. sorry i'm super wrong uh, it's more than that it's 559 credits oh, holy at least shit. um also he is one of the only wikipedia pages that i have seen um that has a whole segment for penis size <laughs> okay is it too blue or can you cut me off a slice um holmes has at multiple times uh claimed different sizes the low estimate is 13 and a half inches the high <laughs> estimate is 16 inches <laughs> long. and uh, <laughs> and and 13 inches in circumference
1: that's nothing yeah that's impossible it's nothing
2: yeah that was his claim on at a time
1: he's stupid he doesn't know what a yeah. ruler is <laughs> Um, think about a ruler and make it a circle
2: yeah um however point is very very
1: deep very deep cut gigantic. deep cut for a for a line because if you know who that is <laughs> you're mm-hmm. guilty you're guilty and you're not gonna call them out for it I, i'm gonna read this line i'm gonna paraphrase it um uh
2: veteran porn actress uh dorothea Patton said that um, the quote from her is that um, and I'm sure this is not it's it's not in quotes because I'm sure they didn't want to put it in quotes mm-hmm. um, but uh, she apparently compared uh, oral sex with homes as being similar to filleting a telephone pole
1: Jesus Christ yeah like I can't <laughs> God, I can't. I can't. Um. So that's all we're
2: going to be talking about. That. Mm-hmm. And maybe. And maybe we've said too much. Maybe I've said too much. Possibly. As. As is. But it says in the intro. Marble Cantus says in the intro that. Yeah. That this podcast is is not safe for work. This podcast. <laughs> so. So occasionally.
1: Yeah. I'm looking at very rarely.
2: Wait, oh my well we're both gonna look at a picture of this man's penis
0: mm-hmm. and we're
2: both not gonna say any words about it. hmm Um but <laughs> we are just going to make a noise okay. each to just just sort of get this across.
1: Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Can I say just ow? <laughs> ow is appropriate, yeah. Ow's appropriate. Can we please move past this?
2: <laughs> so I guess I guess that's what I've got on this song. And I said a lot about it, to be
1: honest. I don't have a lot for mine, so it's okay. All right. Woo! Hey, Miles. Hey, Mars. Does your song have a dick in it? You know what? Mine doesn't have historical dick attached to it, but it, it might actually have dick in the lyrics. I don't think I've looked at them. Um... But, uh, you know, it'd be like that sometimes. So, collaborations, team-ups, features, you know, Thelma and Louise, peanut butter and chocolate. Uh, I was thinking about it real hard, and it was genuinely really hard for me to find a song that I thought fit this theme. Because I didn't want it just to be, like, a fun feature, I wanted it to be a song that's, like, a good like, team-up and collaboration that works within each other. Uh, so, I was gonna bring Telephone by Beyoncé and Lady Gaga because that okay. is the best team-up of any song ever.
2: Yeah, that would be good. Why did not you bring play. that one? It's a slapper. Uh,
1: I was also considering uh, Nina Cried Power by Hosea, but I believe we've already talked about that, all so right? Yeah,
2: you've you brought, you brought that one before.
1: So uh, instead, I was going through my Spotify, and some of my Spotify recommended, and I found this song, and it's really good. Uh, and I was listening to it, and I was like, you know what, uh, I'm going to get into this, I'm going to look into these people, I'm going to bring it to the podcast. So, okay. my song is... Broke by Ari Lennox and J.I.D. Oh, I know J.I.D. Yeah, uh, I was looking into it. J.I.D. has done quite a few different things. Uh, and I was J- I was very much so expecting that you knew who J.I.D. was. Yeah, I know J He's
2: known for rapping very fast. Hmm. Well, you know what? He doesn't do that on this track. <laughs> he founded Earth Gang.
1: Yes, he did. Yeah. So without surp-
2: further ado. I am surprised to see J.I.D. here. J I D, how'd you get in here?
0: G I D J left the door
2: open. So without further ado, G-I-D I would love called G I D crawled in through the cat door. What the oh, fuck, Jesus! How'd you do that, JID?
1: JID, you broke all your bones so you could fit through the cat door.
2: You broke all your bones and then affixed them back in place. What the fuck, JID? Jesus, damn. <laughs> all right, let's give this a little are, listen. Oh shit, JID, are you in the? Are you in the scary stories to tell in the dark movie? Oh Holy shit. shit. <laughs> Oh, All
1: right, good. All right, hey, let's give us a listen. Let's give this song a listen. You ready?
0: Yeah, party time I right to die. I'm making life and taking life I fuck a chick. I killed the guy I spilled the beans and threw the rice at night and shining on my fight Give me nice the knife and man. slice My new thing, my new thing, new flame, butane Nipple ring, coochie rain. lick them both, do my thing Pickle soap, dang throat, water, take a goat, let me dry the poop Nah, <laughs> well, yeah, bro so, so,
1: what'd you think? Uh, it was pretty good.
2: All right. Uh, I don't know. I I wasn't like I don't know. I I this song did remind me that I don't necessarily love JID. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, uh, sort of speaking on that a bit, uh, I liked this song because I listened to it and I was like, all right, yeah, this is really groovy. Um, And so I listened then to uh, a track from each of them individually. uh, Mm -hmm. And I was like, hmm, not a super big fan. Um, Yeah. And uh, so, and then I re-listened to this and I was like, what is it about this one that, that makes it so unique? And I think it's interesting because, uh, again, it is that, like, conversation and it is that team-up uh, because Ari uh, Lennox is influenced by people like Ella Fitzgerald, Whitney Houston, much more, like, soul singers uh, and Motown uh, that she brings into her R&B songs. Uh, J.I.D. is influenced, again, by a lot of these New York hip-hop artists like we were talking about before, uh, like Wu-Tang Clan, like OutKast, and Jay-Z and, like, a, a whole lot of different people from all over the place. Um... And uh, it's interesting because they meet in the middle on this song. And I think that's why I like it, because they made this song greater than the sum of their parts uh, in a lot of ways. And that is obviously uh, helped in part by writers and producers and stuff, but the way that they change their vocals to sort of interact with each other um, and how they really play off each other and have this great chemistry uh, and this great conversation, I think it's a a lot better than each of them individually for me. Uh, Yeah. So I, I guess gained more appreciation for this song after listening to their each individual music a bit
2: yeah uh Mm. i mean yeah it is a very groovy song i actually really like ari lennox's component of it Mm. um again like i find myself sort of wanting her and jid to sort of have this more of a back and forth yeah that that style of music is just not popular right now i suppose
1: yeah at least
2: you know not in american pop music
1: yeah no not in what we hear commonly it'd be cool if that would change a bit
2: yeah for sure um but no i mean like instrumentation wise Uh, It is really just like, it's very smooth and very, um, very. it's just very buttery, to be honest.
0: Well, speaking Um, of- And it's called
2: Shea Butter Baby.
1: Yeah, yeah. So this is from her album Shea Butter Baby, uh, released in May of this year. Uh, And I'm actually considering, yeah, I think I might go and listen to a few more of the tracks from that, because I only listened to one uh, of of the ones from this album. So I want to go back, listen to a couple more and see if I like Ari sort of by herself a little bit more yeah uh, for sure but now there I, I really enjoy this and I like how Spotify recommended it for me uh, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: Spotify recommendations, the uh, the Discover Weekly stuff.
1: Yeah. It's
2: very hit or miss.
1: Well, it's great because, like, and, and like, as also, like, there's the Discover Weekly and then there's just, like, the daily, like, mixes that they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And those are always great because it's, like, my four moods. It's, like, you know, do you want to listen to some more, like, hip hop sort of R&B stuff? And I'm, like, okay, that's a fine playlist. And it's, like, oh, do you want some more, like, punk rocky sort of stuff? And I'm, like, okay. Or, like, indie? And I'm, like, mm-hmm. Uh, and then it it goes hard into, um, the mystery box, uh, and it's like, (laughs) and it's like, (laughs) Lemon Demon, (laughs) my dad singing happy birthday. (laughs) Hey,
2: Miles. Hey, Mars. Let's pay tribute. Let's pay tribute. Let's, let's, we gotta, let's offer our, let's go to the shrine. Go to the break shrine. And pay our, and pay our offerings.
0: One, two, three, let's go.
1: I... Have a segment. You have a segment? I have a segment. You've got a segment? I a segment.
2: It's been so long. I've been, I've been perched at if this I don't well. even know how to do at a this...
1: segment anymore. <laughs>
2: I've, I've been perched at this dry well for so long.
1: Here's your wall. Waiting,
2: waiting for a sip of so, Daddy's segment. Okay,
1: you just said Daddy, and I- <laughs> Maz, why are you being me this episode- <laughs> I love
2: it. (laughs) I don't know why, but recently Daddy has slipped into my lexicon. It's a
1: good word. It's a good word. It's It's not. It's a good word. It's not. It's great to always slip in a little bit of Daddy into- No! Yeah, all right. So, so. It's only funny when I say it. (laughs) (laughs) My segment, so- we have had conversations, uh, on this podcast infrequently about mice lying and about Australian wording.
2: Oh! Like oh, squiz. I see. Hey, can I, can I go ahead and get up on a podium really quick?
1: No, get
2: down. Can I just yes, get up you, on a yes, podium you really can, quick? You, you can. So I want to issue an apology, mm-hmm. uh, to, to Australia, Mm-hmm. um, for my, uh, heated gamer language, <clears throat> my heated gamer moment that I had, uh... About about your incorrect usage about of le- of the word lemonade. Such a backhand apology. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's such a little shit. Ain't I a stinker? Um,
2: no, nah, I mean like I mean it's fine. You're, <laughs> it is. It's call, fine. You, you can call it whatever you want. It's, yeah, it's okay.
1: Words are fake. Um,
2: words, words are fake. But
1: you gonna go back on your apology?
2: No, it's just like real lemonade is just so good.
1: So the segment. So the segment. I'm off the podium now. Thank you. Uh, So yeah, we're going to, I'm going to be giving you a uh, a series of words and you have to pick which is the slang word, the correct slang word uh, or term. uh, Okay. And then you're going to guess what it means. And I have a couple options for both.
2: Okay, sure. Sounds good.
1: Yeah. Part A and part B of each question. (laughs) Okay, so, question number one, uh, part A, which is the slang word? Is it A, Bludger, B, Boomy, or C, Barkus?
2: Wait, okay, Bludger, Boomer, Boomy, Boomy or Barkus? Barkus. Okay, the third one is nothing. Okay. No context for what these are intended to mean. Okay. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay. Can I get the first two again cuz the third one is already out of my mind forever?
1: Bludger and bludger.
2: Boomy. Bludger or boomy? Um, no, I'm I'm going to say it's boomy cuz bludger to me sounds more like it would be like like English slang.
1: Okay, is boomy your final answer? Yeah, I I'm going to go with boomy. It is a bludger. Ah,
2: uh, yeah
1: uh again we were settled by england i mean well
2: yeah but like y'all developed your own slang
1: yeah yeah
2: um all right i mean both both seemed right to me
1: they both seem plausible right
2: yeah for sure Mm.
1: so then i would i would like you to tell me what does it mean and we have a couple options here what does bludger mean? Is it A, an especially painful injury? B a lazy person, or C a general kind of curse word? Huh. I think it's a lazy person. Oh, you bludger. Yeah. <laughs> you locking in B? I
2: think it's I think it's a lazy person, yeah.
1: You're correct. Uh often um it is used to either just be a lazy person, or uh when if you were in school and you decided to like take a bludge, uh it was a class that like you didn't really have to work very hard in um and also sometimes if you wanted to uh get out of uh class if you wanted to ditch class might be a bit of a bludger uh-huh. sort of a general if you're not doing shit at school uh or you're just not doing shit in general bludger so right. number two number, number two. two number two number two all right which is a slang word uh well actually this is a slang term is it A, Little Aussie Wag, B, Little Aussie Battler, or C, Little Aussie Spud?
2: Little Aussie Spud, Little Aussie Backler, and little Oz- Battler, and Little Aussie Battler, and Little Aussie Wag. Wag. Wag, Battler, and... Spud. Spud. Things enter my brain and then leave them so quickly. It's fine. Little Aussie Spud seems... Okay, I mean, obviously Little Aussie is, like, Little Australian. Australian.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Bud would in to me. It seems to me like whoever this is saying this phrase is likely talking to a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just that's just what it sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. So Spud seems to make the most sense. But but what I will say on that is that I think that Americans will sometimes call a child Spud. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that that I I think that might just might be my own personal like thought like my own personal bias uh, bias about about the word spud. Okay. So you looking in C I I'm going to say that C makes the most sense to me, but I'm going to say B.
1: Okay. So you're lucky in B. Yeah. Okay. Mars. it is Little Aussie Battler.
2: I can't. I. This is this is what always happens with quizzes. Yeah. Is that I go against my instincts and then I turn
1: out to be right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I, I was just thinking of little words and I thought of about potatoes. So Little Aussie Spud. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. But also, what does Little Aussie Battler mean? I mean, is it referring, is it a child? Could be. Let's see. Okay. Okay,
2: so you, since you didn't immediately say yes, I'm going to say that's probably not that.
1: Is it A, a child that is especially fuck. good at fighting? Wait, hold on. No. Okay, oh, I'm, fuck. I'm holding. No, go go on. Okay, so is it A, a child that is especially good at fighting, B, someone that is especially sick, or C, someone bravely overcoming hardship?
2: Okay, I oh fuck. Well, my instinct was my instinct was that it was talking about a child. So, yeah, a child who's good at fighting. I'm locking that in. I think it's a, it's talking about a child who is good at fighting.
1: Locking in, A? Eh? Yeah, it is C. Someone bravely overcoming hardship.
2: I mean, that makes more sense because who is ever talking about kids fighting enough? That there was slang about it.
1: Honestly, in Australia, that isn't the, the biggest
2: thing removed, but for sure. But, but just like, I, don't, I was just so convinced that you were talking about, that it was talking about kids for some reason. Mm-hmm. I
1: was still, I was still fooled it, by Spud. It's the little, you know? Yeah. You little, you little ankle biter, you little tyke. I haven't heard ankle biter since I was probably seven. All right, last one.
2: Well, yeah, because because you are- Because I was an ankle biter. The, yeah, and now you are not.
1: Which implies that children are rightly so feral and just fucking gnawing at yeah. your legs. No, I feel like they should. I feel like the kids should fucking- Fight like, back. Just-
2: Fight back and, be a little, and-, and- They should be little Aussie battlers. <laughs> yeah. Uh You know, take down the evil adults. Absolutely.
0: Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. All right.
1: Last one. Which is
2: the okay. slang right.
1: word? Is it A, Yobo, B, Bimba, C, Rima. Yabo, Bimba, and Rima? Rima. Okay. Yabo.
2: Okay. I feel like, okay, I'm going to metagame a little bit. I think that it's going to be Yabo. And the reason why I think it's going to be Yabo is because of the existence of the second one, which was- Bimba. Bimba, right. Because I think that you would see the word Yabo, Yabo, fuck, you'd see the (laughs) word Yabo- and then you would be like, okay, I need to come up with words that are similar to this. Let me go ahead and make a quick bimbo joke because, like, it has the same second syllable. And I'll just change it so that's not that. And then the third one was a throwaway. So I think that's yabo. Okay, you're looking in yabo. In fact, I think that I've heard people say yabo before.
1: Well, you probably have because that is correct. Yeah, all right. I wasn't thinking of bimbo though, and I'm a little bit offended that you think I would. I'm look.
2: I'm not. I'm just saying that like. I think that 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 was a possibility that you would okay. that you would make
1: that joke, okay, that's a fan all right.
2: what do you mean? You have made worse jokes yeah sure you also make himbo jokes so like it's one step removed
1: that's because men don't have rights um so last thing what does yobbo mean
2: okay i think it means idiot but let's 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 soldier on is it my instinct
1: is it a an annoying person oh actually it might be that b an uncool person or c a poor person
2: okay so it's not somebody's Okay, being an idiot does not factor into it, but I think that it. I think that it is. I think that it's like wait. Are the options again? Annoying person,
1: annoying, uncool, or poor. Uncool, poor. Ooh.
2: I, I think it's annoying. I think that it's talking about annoying people just because of like the context in which that I, I think that I've heard this word. Okay.
1: So you're locking in A. Yeah. You are correct. It is an annoying person.
2: Hell yeah. So, hey, two out of three. That was pretty all right. It's
1: pretty good. Yeah. All right. Thank you for coming to Miles's uh, Aussie Slang Corner. Uh, plenty more where that came from. So if uh, you all enjoyed it, let me know. Look. I'm. I
2: apologize for th- saying that you made or, that you made a bimbo joke, but I do want to <laughs> say that that is where my mind went.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
2: like, I guess that just says more about me than it does about you.
1: It's a word that exists. You're okay. It's.
2: It certainly is a word that exists.
1: In any case. Hey, oh, Miles. Boy. Hey, Miles. Hey, Biles. How you doing? Hey, Biles. Is it time to spin? Uh, yeah, I
2: think I that last one was so low history. on the register that I don't even think that the microphone picked so, it up. So. <laughs> it is time to spin the f- the wheel. Wheel. The wheel. The uh, hold on, I need to say it fun. Give me a
1: second. Kind of rolled your W's. The wheel of
2: discord.
0: Hey, everybody, I'm the real.
2: Oh, hi. Hi, little wheel.
1: Hey,
0: everybody. How you doing? Hi. I have a slightly different voice from last time because I can't remember what it was.
2: Yeah, well, you grew slightly larger. Just it's only a, a little, little
0: bit bigger every time. 'Cause they feed me after the show's done.
2: Yeah, a, like about a half a centimeter, but it was enough to change your voice yeah, box.
0: I eat raw meat.
2: Good. Good for you. I like it. Cool. Do you uh do you do that thing where you crack a bunch of eggs in a cup and then
0: No, I don't like eggs, I only like the shells.
2: Oh, okay. So you're like yeah. Oh oh you're like uh you're like uh the Casper the Fire Spirit from House Moving Castle. Ca- Calcifer. <laughs> Not the friendly ghost. No, it's Ca- it's Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs>
0: You now know I how was... Casper eats
2: raw eggs? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, clear. I mean, I remember the movie. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess you don't remember the movie very well.
0: Oh, I never got to see it because I can't move.
2: I mean, you have arms and legs.
0: <laughs> oh shit, I do. <laughs> when You're did I tracked... grow
2: those? <laughs> You've always had them. What are you talking about? Holy shit, I'm high <laughs> out of my fucking mind. I. I knew that I shouldn't have left the, 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 the gonja near you. <laughs> the- I knew that I shouldn't have left the Mary Jane near you.
0: I ate all of
2: it. it, it, I don't know if eating weed would get you high, but your body works different than most people's. Yeah,
0: it cooks in there. It's fine.
2: Okay, and the smoke just sort of rises up. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Stewing with all the meat. And and the eggshells.
0: Are you going to spin me again?
2: Um... Yeah, you know what? Yeah. I think Aww. I think like actually having these sort of prolonged conversations about it sort of makes it more awkward, frankly.
0: Yeah. I I also enjoy it deeply. Oh, okay. Not in a well. sexual way, but maybe. <laughs>
2: Okay, I don't well, know what my lore is yet. I'm I'm curious to see what noise comes out of you when I spin your your whole situation.
0: Yeah, let's find out. Let's see if Miles yeah. can make up a noise with this wheel to make. Yeah. All
2: right. Ooh.
0: <laughs> I hate the distant.
1: <laughs> well, that's that's what happens.
0: I know What do you hate, I hate liked it?
1: it. Well then, why did you say that you hated it? That's my expression for when something's too good. I don't, I don't know why I say I hate. That's it. <laughs> for my therapist to know. Okay, um,
2: I, I'm, I'm not doing this one because I did a whole a special. Uh,
1: I, no,
2: I'm not taking a veto. I don't take vetoes. That's some nonsense. But it is a song that I've talked about before. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is for for those curious, It was rap song tutorial by Injury Reserve
1: yeah i figured it was going to be injury reserve
2: yeah which that whole album is off limits because i did a special on it
1: more than valid i think
2: and especially the way that i did the special mm, mm-hmm. yeah Oh my fucking god, I can't believe this. Oh no, what happened? <laughs> I ca- I cannot, I cannot believe that it is true. The song that I'm bringing to you on this day mm-hmm. is Don't Play No Game That I Can't Win by the Beastie Boys. <laughs> Shut fe- up! <laughs> featuring Santa Gold.
0: Fuck off, we can go- <laughs> Into another Beastie Boys song.
2: I can't. He I can't believe. T- <laughs> I, uh, the wheel
0: has spoken. I, know, I really like Beastie Boys.
2: The wheel took a long time to think about it, but when they finally arrived at the truth, it was Beastie Boys all along. This fucking. Stupid. <laughs> I can't believe that this is fucking happening. <laughs> There's a music video.
1: Oh fuck yeah. <laughs>
2: There's a- here's the thing. There's an 11-minute long music video, and then there's a cut-down 4-minute music video. And we're gonna go ahead and watch the 4-minute one. Yeah, thank you for me. Um The difference in the titles is that the 11-minute well, long one is full-length, and the 4-minute long one is episodic.
1: Yeah, I'm curious about that.
2: Yeah, I've seen this video a long time ago, but I do not remember it. This came out 8 years ago. Mm. Uh This song is off of their- Final album, Hot Sauce Committee Part 2. Uh, it is a mostly good album. Uh, I don't like all of the songs on it. Eh, it doesn't matter. Point is, there was never a released part one. Okay. So there was there was a Hot Sauce Committee part one. There's a full album that was recorded, and I don't know how far it got into production. Um, mm. But there's a full album worth of songs on a laptop somewhere that got stolen. Oh shit! Yeah, Fuck. and. Who the fuck knows happened to let? La- Maybe it all got erased. Maybe it got destroyed. Maybe whoever stole it didn't know what they had. But as far as I'm aware, Hot Sauce Committee Part One, like those files, never ended up on the internet anywhere.
1: Damn, bro. Uh,
2: so there's a full Beastie Boys album that is just in the wind,
1: lost. Yeah,
2: lost to time. Uh, Fuck. This, yeah, uh, and yeah, this song is uh, off of off of the the sort of the sequel album that and you know what this is always something that i've kind of wanted to do is release a sequel to something that never existed but just yeah, i a big fan that, of that existed yeah i i love that yeah um but yeah this is a this is a good ass song one of my favorites uh on the album and uh, yeah let's let's give it a little listen shall we yeah fuck yeah <laughs> You know what? <laughs> what no video? No, the video's no longer fun. <laughs> Maybe it's no longer fun. <laughs> let's just let's just forget that the music video happened. Because let's just talk about the song. Okay. Because. uh... It came out at a at a very different time. I didn't remember that.
0: Ah, it
1: happened. I, d- I didn't remember that. Listen, it really does happen. Some we're, some people making music videos, like, it's like, it's different, like, it's edgy, and then there are different standards of edgies for different periods of time.
2: Like, and also, I think that they were just trying to, like, because, like, I think the video continues with, like, this, like, it's just like this, like, I think they, like, go into space at some, bo- at some point. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's this whole ridiculous, like cartoonish story um, that like starts with a, a assassination plot against them, and it's just not. It's just not. Yeah. So we're we're gonna skip the video because <laughs> fuck that. Yeah. And let's go ahead and listen to the song. <laughs>
1: That's not the link I meant to copy. <clears throat> I was meant to also, send a funny image. It also stopped my my video. That's fucked. <laughs> Miles only gets to listen to the first half of Don't Play No Game That I Can't Win. That's the image I meant to send. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right, do you want to start over?
1: Fucking Christ.
2: Okay. Do you want to start more's, over?
1: Moza Pan. all
2: right. <laughs> let's start over so you can actually... Let's, okay. 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 <laughs>
0: If fucking gives <laughs> me professional
1: podcast Okay, a professional podcast This is a professional podcast you want to get
0: back When your Put you you the same thing the time. When you climb Stop, don't stop don't Compromise a house of cards Built out of lies Turn like it on the track, track, track And twist 20 years and you on I know back again? Can tell you been? Don't that I can
1: away. So after three attempts what do you think about the song? Well first of all I wanna know why you sent me a picture of a watch that <laughs> says how do you suck in it. It was it was on my Twitter feed. It was at my it was at my
2: it was on my Twitter feed from Drill and I just had to I figured you, you know, enjoy it.
1: Thank you. <laughs> I really enjoyed the song. Um I really I really like this sort of um uh ooh. It's just a touch of scar. <laughs> just a t-
0: yeah there's a little a touch of scar
1: and you know what i don't go fully for yeah. scar but i like a a kiss of scar when when it comes to some music um especially like sometimes you'll hear it in like a carlo you you can hear it in a a couple different artists and i feel like it really adds to this and i feel like uh what's the the name of the person that's collaborating with them on this song
2: uh Santa Gold. She
1: fucks. <laughs>
0: she makes yeah, this no, she's song great. She's so incredible.
2: Good. So this is this is this is another song seventeen years after the release of uh of get Mm. it together it's another song big collaboration where uh where the beastie boys are taking a back seat to let their their guest artist be the star Mm. of the show and it's sort of interesting that their sort that their approach to collaborative music on their platform hasn't really changed all that much since then um now, we already talked a lot about the Beastie Boys, and obviously the song is great, um, but I want to, since this is a double Beastie Boys episode anyway, I want to use this opportunity rather than talk about the song, to talk about a, a movie, a concert film that the Beastie Boys put out. Okay. And it's called Awesome. I fucking shot that. <laughs> okay. Now. This was a concert film that the Beastie Boys put out in 2006 of a, um, of a concert that they played in Madison Square Garden Mm. in 2004. Uh, this was a massive sold-out show, uh, Donald Glover was there, Ben Stiller and Kristen Taylor were there, uh, you know, and also just, like, bigger than them, of course, is the... Thousands of people in the audience. Yeah, the
1: Madison Square show is uh, is prolific.
2: Yeah, massive, massive show. Um, it had a bunch of guests on it. It had a lot of the people from Run DMC on mm. it. Um, just just a lot. It was a, bit, a very large ship. Um, and instead of a traditional filming setup, what they did is that under a pseudonym, uh, Adam Yonch, who is. Name. Uh, he is MCA, uh, in, in the Beastie Boys. Uh, uh, he, uh, he directed this project under the pseudonym Nathaniel Hornblower.
0: hmm
2: For sure. For sure. Um, and the, they gave out camcorders to 50 audience members and said, shoot the show. Okay, okay. Right, right, So, so, uh, this, this DVD that was released, um, features footage from from the 50 audience members from their perspective of the show, including, like, there's a shot of, of one of the audience members just going to the bathroom and taking the camcorder Love with that. them. Um, and you just get all of these different perspectives of this concert, and it's edited together to be this seamless thing where you get these these little snapshots of like, at this exact moment in the concert, this person was doing this thing. And it's super interesting that like from start to finish... You know, it is the entire set list. You can hear the whole set list the entire time. And then it just cuts to these random perspectives. And then you can hear in the, ba- like in that bathroom scene in the background, you can hear the loud noise of the concert. Uh, and it's just cut perfectly with what you heard in the previous That's scene. Odd, bitch. Yeah. And. It is really well done and it is really, really cool and is also, I, this is like the only time that this has ever happened. I'm pretty sure with it, with a, um, with a like concert film. And I imagine that it was a massive effort editing together all 50. Overcovered. Shots. um yeah well here's the thing right is that obviously the instinct would be oh i'll just take yeah, this with me now. i'll just take this camcorder terrific. now the thing is is that um uh the they gave them out the cameras out for free and then said okay if you return the camera to the ticket booth they will give you a full refund for your ticket. All
1: right. That's pretty good. That's pretty good incentive. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, and it's just like, you know, obviously has to be done after the show. Uh, and so I think they got like most or all of the cameras back. All right. Uh, and yeah, I imagine it was a massive undertaking. I have not watched this it, this film in a long mm. time uh but i think that it is probably the like best like one of the best concert videos to ever be made mm. and the we, the reason why i say that is because a the concert video as an art form has not been pushed very far because it the idea of you know like like a getting cameras into that sort of recording into that recording space is tricky like high budget cameras is ch- yeah. tricky um, you know, for things like Coachella, right, they do have cameras there, but like, that's the whole yeah. point. But like done. getting getting professional cameras into like Madison Square Garden, like you're taking up yeah. seats. Um So it wasn't pushed very far. And then like, you know, at a certain point, it was kind of taken over by people just recording it on their phones. Mm-hmm. Um And like, you know, these the concert videos do still exist and still do happen, but they're fairly rare at yeah. that. Um, and I think it was super interesting that they were like, the BC Boys were like, we have a show at Madison Square Garden is maybe the biggest show that we're ever going to do. Um, let's do
1: some bullshit. Yeah.
2: Let's remember it in a really specific way. Yeah.
1: if we're going to be at this fucking huge, like one of the most important venues, at least in America, you may as well make a memory of it. Yeah, uh,
2: and I just want you to look at the at the <laughs> picture <laughs> For it, the cover image Mm -hmm. for it. Could you go ahead and describe what is going on in this cover image?
1: So, uh, we have some text. Uh, there is, some of it is a little prelude. It's finally Bleuer is taking back what's his. Uh, I love how many umlauts and stuff are over that name. Uh, and then we mm-hmm. have in the Star Wars font, awesome, Sammy Colon, I fucking shot that exclamation point. Uh, yeah. And we have a faded image of, is that Hornblower?
2: Uh, <laughs> Someone wearing a maybe? fake beard. <laughs> Cause again, because again, Hornblower is just Adam yeah it's just
1: yeah. mca i maybe it's him in disguise so I, guess, I guess probably yeah. i guess it's probably him in a funny it's him costume. in fake glasses and a fake beard or maybe real glasses and a fake beard uh and just like in like long hair hat sort of stuff and then we have a bunch of camcorders that are painted to look like star wars uh ships and they're mm-hmm. shooting laser yeah. beams and then we have three beastied boys uh and they have lightsabers yes. um it looks like we're it's either like they were just holding like microphones and they photoshopped um, lightsabers like in, or they no, took photos. No, that's the exactly photo. what happened. Okay,
2: yeah. No, they those are at because this is actually if you look at them, they are clearly microphones. Yeah. If you zoom in, yeah. and also uh, this this pose that they're doing uh, with uh, Mike D and. Um, uh and ad rock doing this sort of like they're like they have their hands together they, they're putting their hands to the sides up like like a y yeah. and then they've got their hands together in the center and then they're sort of th- like
1: they're doing the handstand sort of position and then they have their their two uh hands together in the middle
2: yeah and then mca is in the center crouching down putting his hands doing, forward yeah this this <laughs> doing a baseball yeah, this group pose uh that they this is a this is a group post that they are known for doing uh and i think that this is just a screenshot or well a like a picture from the uh yeah. from the oh, show
1: yeah we also have an explosion it's like a galaxy in the background so it is it's 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 likened to a obviously a star wars poster uh this would have been just after the prequels <laughs>
2: Yeah, can I point your attention to if you really zoom in on those camcorders, you might notice that that is literally R two D 2s Yeah, they just head. took
1: a picture of R two D two and glued it to the top of this camcorder mm-hmm. illustration, so sort of a collage. Yeah, uh, yeah, it
2: is not. It is not a a R two D two likeness. No, it's it's a picture of R two D two. It is a actual picture of R two D two. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it is a. Might I say, great fucking it's poster. Great.
1: It's it's fantastic. Yeah, uh,
2: but yeah, that's that's what All I right. gotta say. That's that's my basic right. boys talk.
1: Let's wrap it up, bud.
2: Uh, hey, looks like uh, looks like the game is over. We hope you enjoyed Artificial Ghost Radio, and we will see you next week for another round. I'd like to thank Marble Charlotte for being our wonderful narrator. You can find her on Twitter and on Twitch at Marble Cantus to find everything that she does. Woo. And if you want to stay updated on all things Art ghost, you can find us on Art ghost Pod at Twitter, Miles. Mars. What? What is your challenge for me? What is your challenge for me for next week? Well,
1: since I had such a hard time with this week's theme, I was like, oh, I don't want to oh, go dear. easy on Mars. And then I was like, I okay. don't know how easy this one's going to be for them. So it's really a complete crapshoot. This could either be extremely easy or okay. extremely hard for you. Alright, well, we will but, we will But uh, I would that? like for you to bring a song that reminds you of home next week. Oh, fuck. Mhm. Pretty open still. It can be any sort of reminder. Yeah, now I got I got one. Uh, yeah. I got one. All right. But that is my challenge.
2: All right. I'm excited about this one because I get to talk about something that I, I that I really Ooh, enjoy.
1: Ooh, fuck yeah. Yeah. All right, I have a couple in mind. I'm still thinking about which one I want to bring.
2: Hell yeah. Thank you once again for listening to Artificial Guest Radio, and we will see you when we see you. Hey, Ben, you're going to make some noise with your hard drive scratched by the Beastie Boys. That's what you, what you, want you get on Level 5.